Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh, and today we are going to be surfing in that ocean of emotion again. This is part three of Surfing the Emotional Waves, and in these shows, we get right into meditation because those emotions are tricky little things, and they sneak up, and the wave starts, and then somehow you're not in meditation. So just take a deep breath, and we want to settle back into that space behind our eyes, in the center of our head. We want to just notice that we can hang out in the center of our head. And as we do that, we're going to imagine that we're connecting to the center of the earth from the base of our spine all the way down to the center of the earth. You can think of this as like a column of light a rope, a tree trunk, a tether of some kind. We want you to realize that you're connected to the earth. You always are, but in meditation, it's nice to sort of feel it. And so you can imagine some of that earth energy coming up through the soles of the feet, through the legs, through the hips, and into that first chakra at the base of the spine. That energy center has a lot to do with survival. And when we start playing around with the motions, taking a look at what's going on, then suddenly that first chakra starts to get really big and make itself known. So you want to keep that first chakra very grounded to the center of the earth, where the earth is saying hello. You're saying hello to the earth. There's a lot of back and forth of energy. And I'd like you to just allow that earth energy to start to bubble up through the spine, over the shoulders, down the arms, and out the palms of the hands. And as it continues through the spine, through the throat, through the center of the head, and out the top of the head. Great. And as we're thinking about what happens when that earth energy sort of flies out the top of our head, it actually starts to encompass and hang out in layers of our aura. And so I'd like you to just call in that aura in and around you. It's that energy that hangs out outside the body. And we want it about three feet above you, below you, side to side, a real nice sphere of light around you. You'll see all sorts of layers in there, different colors. You might see other pictures and energy in there. Just sort of notice everything that's hanging out right now. And then the next piece to this is that we're going to connect to our sun. We're going to bring into our space the solar light. We call it cosmic energy, but we're all kind of cosmic at some point. <laughs> But that solar light brings a another sort of layer of attitudes and experiences from way out in the cosmos. So we like to call in that solar light above our head and have it just start to funnel into the top of the head, 
down the back channels of the spine, mixing with earth energy along the way. It's going to hit that first chakra at the base of the spine. Some of it will go right back to the center of the earth. Some of it will flow through the legs. You have a little bit more of that solar light to flow through the shoulders and the arms and out the palms of the hands. And so you're getting this nice mix of earth and cosmic energy and your own energy in your space. And sometimes when we're looking at emotions, we don't know if it's ours or someone else's or something left over from three years ago. And today we will be playing in that space of past, present, and future. So we want to have our two best friends around, the sun and the earth, with ourselves in the middle as we look at this energy. So we want to get to a space where we're not alone as we take a look at what's sort of hanging out in our space. These emotions come with something to do, some action to take, or something that you haven't taken, which leads to more <laughs> emotions. So it, it gets complicated very fast. And yet, if you just realize, you can take a deep breath, get back into that space behind your eyes, and that sixth chakra, center of the head. You can kind of look at all this without flying around your body and your aura, you can look at it from a space like a movie screen out in front of you. And today we're going to use different energies to kind of highlight where these emotions are in our space. And so we're not going for the deepest, darkest emotions we can drag up in our space. We're not trying to go for the dark nights of the soul. That's not the point of this meditation. There's enough, as you'll see in a moment, of other energies like jealousy and envy and any of the emotions that hang out with group agreements. And so the first piece of this that we're going to look at is the energy of group agreements. And these can be agreements that you have made in school in some sort of academic situation, a workspace, uh, other prayer circles, meditation circles you might be in. Um, there might be a spiritual aspect to it. Sometimes we are in spiritual groups when we're really young and we never kind of go back to them, but the emotions are still there. And so we're going to sort of move some of the old stuff out to make room for new stuff. And if we're in meditation in the center of our head, we're just looking. There's no good or bad here. We're trying to be neutral. And if you find that you're getting sort of pulled into the emotion itself, into the situation of the people, places, and things, then you might want to set that aside and come back to it later. Get back into meditation and look at it on your own in that specific sort of setting. So what we want to do with these group agreements is to release them. Some of them are not in present time anymore. And uh, where we have the most energetic, I guess, enthusiasm and creativity is when we're dealing with present time. So right now you might be involved with a couple of different groups. Maybe you're, you play a sport, which you can tell is not really my thing, but um, maybe you're playing a sport, maybe you have a group that you do arts and crafts with, 
Um, maybe you have a walking group, you know, maybe you go to go to a gym that also will lead to some sort of group agreement. And you don't need to have lots of interaction with people around you. You don't need to have lots of heart-to-heart talks sometimes with groups. Um, you can just be passing through and it's kind of a known thing of what happens there uh, in that space. And so that also can be a group agreement. Sometimes if you're always going to the same coffee shop or grocery store, that's also can lead to like a group agreement at some point where we're all going to behave in a certain way or do certain things and Maybe talk, always talk about the weather when we go to the grocery store, like that sort of thing. So we are going to take a look at some of that uh, group uh, energy. And we're going to use the chakras to get us there. And the energy centers all along the spine in the body sort of lead us to other hints about what this energy or different group agreement energy might lead to where it might be confusing or where it might be just an old energy in our space now and we can let it go or where we're really concerned about something in the future. And so some of these energy centers help us figure it out. And so let's just notice that you can be in that space behind your eyes. And now in front of you, I'd like you to see a little chakra person, a little representation of yourself out in front of you. And what we're looking at is any of the group agreements you might be involved with, past, present, or future. And they might just light up as little pieces of purple or green energy. We're going to be using a deep purple and a deep green energy today. As we look at that chakra person. These sort of colors signify, in some ways, some of the past life energy that might have gotten you into a group agreement. It might have to do with some of the knowledge you bring into a group agreement. The purple and green isn't good or bad, but I just want you to notice any of the dots that sort of light up on that chakra person. And if you notice that you can't really see too many of them, i like you to imagine a little piece of cobalt blue energy in your left hand, and I'd like you to sort of throw it at that chakra person out in front of you. You're just seeing what sticks. What is lighting up? Where is there a difference, a lightness, or maybe an absence of energy? Is it above your head? Is it around your shoulders? Sometimes agreements hang out around um, the knees and the hips, and the ankles, and the wrists. There's something about joints that encourage these agreements to hang out. And so what we notice with some of these group agreements is that we can release some of the complicated emotions around these places in our lives or these agreements that we thought were sacred. They might have been a refuge of some kind. We might have thought that they were unbreakable. Sometimes we think we're going to be friends forever. 
<laughs> with a group of people and it blows up in like two years. So um, most sensitive psychic folks out there know what I'm talking about, where the psychic agreements or group agreements change and they change because of energy and they change because um, the energetic condition supporting it has changed outside the group. Um, so I'd like you to take a little bit more of that cobalt blue energy and think about any of the school sort of groups you've been involved with, uh, any work group agreements. Sometimes there's multiple layers of group agreements around work. Uh, there can be group agreements with family systems and other friendship circles. And we're just sort of noticing where they are. What are they? Sometimes you may not know what they are, but you can see that there's an energy there. And one of the things we're sort of releasing today as far as the emotions around the groups, is that something gets started sometimes within groups. And I'm still figuring it out. And it's probably more complicated than just saying, oh, one bad apple showed up in this workspace and ruined everything. It's a little more complicated than that. Um, I've been part of like one book club, and it ended after three sessions with someone who hadn't read anything and they started making up some general sort of comments, and it got the whole room going. And just to, the intent was to get us to argue. And a bunch of us were like, what is happening here? And we just grabbed our stuff and we left. So the room clear, cleared out in only a few minutes. And it's like, wow, enough of us have had group agreements go go nuts like that. And we already knew it was going to start happening, so we just left. So that's pretty scary in itself. So I never saw any folks of this book club again. Um, so I still don't know what it was about, but it's kind of what happens in groups sometimes when someone presents something so outside of the group agreement that it just, like, destroys it. <laughs> People are sad and disjointed and they feel betrayed. They could feel beat up energetically. You know, so if you've ever been that person, that chaotic force or catalyst, it, it could be you. <laughs> it could have been you one time. Uh, most psychics have had this happen to themselves where they've walked into a room feeling great, feeling like all their energy was aligned. Everything's going great. This is fantastic. And you walk in and it's just mass destruction. And I'm not sure why that happens. Um, sometimes our intent isn't to be this chaotic force, but it could be. So it could happen to any human, you know, so it could be anybody. So any sort of energy like that around group agreements where it suddenly all went haywire and you don't really know how it started or how it ended, but nobody's talking anymore. I'd like you to take some more of that cobalt blue energy just sort of throw it at that chakra person and see see what's around. Is there energy above your head, in front of that little chakra person face, your ears? Sometimes the ears, nose, and throat get involved. Either people wanted to scream and couldn't scream, and people didn't want to hear. 
Uh, people didn't want to see anything. There's some of that going on. You might want to look below that chakra person's feet. Sometimes the idea of disseminating the group means that everybody's grounding cord got changed in that moment of chaotic energy and everybody dispersed. So any of the energy around dispersion, running away, can just sort of notice that there might be lots of different occasions like that. And the other piece to this is that sometimes we have really great experiences with group agreements and they go away naturally. So any of you who have been to a really great musical uh, um, concert or some type of performance where it seemed like the whole room was just enjoying themselves and having a great time and then the performance ended and everybody was sad to go home. It could be as simple as that. And so that sense of loss was probably two hours of your life of a great time and one minute of loss. And yet that energy of that group agreement is sort of stuck in that little lost, little tiny piece of energy. So I'd like you to just imagine that chakra person starting to release all those different types of group agreements and all the emotions around them, whether you're the chaotic force in the room, whether you're sad that the conference ended, whether you never go to lunch with those people anymore that you used to work with and you miss them. Maybe you've had sort of all these upswings of energy of joy and happiness and gratitude and optimism around a group, and then it all sort of faded away. When we think about um, energies that start and end, um, there's different cycles. Sometimes it's a Uranus cycle where it's seven years. Sometimes it's more of a Taurus type of energy where it's around four years or the four directions, a lot of four-year type of events beginning, middle, and ending within four years. Sometimes it's a Mars energy of like two and a half years. Um, and sometimes it's tied to your astrology chart where you might have gotten involved with folks because, you know, it was energy coming into your world uh, and now they're gone. <laughs> but really Mars just changed signs and it was ch time to change jobs anyway. So we all have our sort of movements of time and energy and space, creation and uncreation, I'll call it, the winding up and the winding down. So any of that energy that you notice with those group agreements, there's anything left with that chakra person out in front of you, I'd like you to just release any of that other energy. It might seem happy or sad, exuberant or desolate. We're just releasing those energies. Some might be old, some might be new, some might be out into the future.
And above that chakra person, I'd like you to imagine a purple little funnel. It's like a little mini tornado above that chakra person's head. And I'd like you to imagine this purple light starting to flow through this chakra person out in front of you. And that purple energy is just going to take away any of that past life knowledge and information that you might be using with those group agreements. And it's just going to go back to the center of the earth. This isn't necessarily your personal energy. But in a collective environment, we kind of all are thinking the same thoughts. (laughs) So you want to just release that energy back to the center of the earth. The earth knows how to distribute all those molecules of energy back to whoever needs them. It can regenerate new energy. We just want to give back that group agreement energy and let the earth distribute where it belongs. And just as this purple energy flows through that chakra person, goes back to the center of the earth, we're going to imagine an emerald green energy above your head of that chakra person. We're going to let any of that past life information, sometimes it's spiritual information, sometimes it's knowledge of how to operate within the group type of information. It's a, This emerald green energy is very specific to the group. And I'd like you to just let that energy pass through that chakra person out in front of you. And we're going to release that back to the center of the earth. Sometimes in group agreements, it might look like a book club, but it might have been a spiritual group back in the 1400s. So any of that mystery school information that might be around that group whenever they come together in any lifetime, we want to send it back to the center of the earth and let the earth take care of it. It's like some of our, I think, our wistfulness or missingness or that feeling of loss around a group agreement does have to do with some of the caretaking around the knowledge, any of the spiritual stuff, the reasons why you might come together as a group again and again. And then some of these old emotions get all turned up. And there you are again with a little bit of that purple energy or that emerald green energy hanging around. And it's maybe not in present time. And there might be agreements to meet in future time. So any of that sort of pressure on those group agreements, you just want to release it back to the center of the earth. Some of us, when we think of some of our academic ties or academic groups we were involved with, the different types of schools we might have gone to, it could just be one class that has this magnificent group agreement that nobody wants to leave. It can just be one class. It doesn't have to be all four years of college, for example. 
So you might notice that sometimes it doesn't make sense the time you might have spent in the group to the energy output you might have received from that. So just notice that chakra person out in front of you. Release any of that sort of last little piece of energies that might be around that chakra person. Just let that drain out. And let that chakra person go back to the center of the earth because we'll do new ones for these other pieces we're going to look at. And for now, when you think about a group agreement and you're back in the center of your head and you're thinking about your body, you're thinking about uh, different energy centers like the first chakra at the base of the spine or the second chakra just below the navel has a lot of creativity in there, has a lot to do with money. The third chakra has a lot to do with all that get up and go, has a lot to do with the astral space. It's uh, kind of in that solar plexus area. Notice those spaces and any information or energy that would like to be released from those group agreements in any of those three chakras, you can just release that now. And any of the energy that might be hanging out in the layers of your aura, the first three layers, you can release that back to the center of the earth, down the grounding cord. Because as we look at the energy on that little chakra person, it's like some of the other energy is going to different parts of our spaces. Sometimes we don't want to let it go, but we can. So at that fourth chakra at the heart, any other group agreements you might notice, sometimes the family and friendship circles hang out here. And sometimes there's just different groups within groups that you're releasing. Some you might notice you aren't going to be releasing, and that's fine. At the fifth chakra at the throat, we want to look at uh, any of our communication, clear audience, the telepathic channels of where we communicate with any of these groups without saying a word. Just release any of that energy back to the center of the earth. In the center of the head, some of these group agreements have to do with psychic stuff. It can be about seeing energy or not seeing energy, so not using that third eye too much. People might notice that sort of thing. So you can just release any of those old pieces of energy back to the center of the earth. And the top of the head has a very interesting sort of energy to it. It's where the energy of clear cognizance hangs out. It's a crown chakra. And that energy center can also hold where you started a group of some kind. So any of those past life spiritual leaders out there <laughs> of any kind of groups, you can just release that back to the center of the earth. 
You won't be missing any of the knowledge from any of these experiences. But some of it may not be relevant in present time. And so we're just releasing those group agreements and any of the emotions attached to them. We're making room for new stuff. So any last-minute group agreement energies that are hanging out in those layers of the aura. But you might notice you can just release that down the grounding cord. Sometimes we have little postcards of where we've been with these group agreements. And they kind of hang out like little pictures in the aura. So anything like that, you can release back to the center of the earth. And just take a deep breath. I'd like you to bring in a little bit more earth energy and a little more cosmic energy. Great. And then we have two two other areas we want to get to today. And you may or may not like it, but you're already in meditation, so shouldn't be such a big deal. <laughs> so we're again, we're not looking for the deepest, darkest energies that we've ever experienced. But we're going to be looking at jealousy and envy. So always fun topics. Uh, actually, nobody ever wants to say anything about them out loud. But jealousy usually means that you can do whatever it is, that thing that you're jealous about, and you just haven't been doing it. And maybe not this lifetime. It also can mean that you're admiring something and you don't know how to express yourself. And sometimes this sort of jealousy energy can sort of make you mad that you didn't think of it first. So it's kind of like you're being jealous because you already know how to do it and you forgot about it and you didn't think of it, that you could do it. <laughs> it's like a weird uh, circle there. So uh, jealousy is one of those energies and it kind of shows up as kind of a green energy, which is why we're using that green energy today. Um, and then the next topic is this energy of envy. And envy is kind of interesting, too, because it means that you can't quite grasp where the knowledge is for that thing that you're looking at, that you have this envious sort of reaction to, and you can't get there. You can't find it. So, like, you know there's knowledge of how to do this thing that you're envious about, but you can't quite put your hands around it. And so that, to me, is this other purple energy having to do with past lives. And so over our many, many, many lives, we've done lots of things. We might have been a good person or a bad person. There's lots of dichotomy things that we have worked out over lifetimes. And uh, this envy thing might be where you might have hidden some knowledge from yourself. So whatever that is, we're going to release it today. So there's not such a charge on it. And whatever the jealousy and envy sort of items are, we're going to release them 
so you can move freely and get yourself involved with new creative projects and not be so triggered just because somebody's doing that thing that you didn't think of first <laughs> or the thing they're doing that you can't remember how to do it. It's like the funniest thing, actually, when you're in meditation. So we want to get to that space. When your little green friend named Chelsea shows up, you move into admiration. Or when that dark purple-green envy, it's kind of purple-green envy, shows up, you get into the energy of wonder and awe. Because if you're in the energy of wonder and awe, then you're like, wow, anything's possible. And then you can go find whatever the knowledge is you need from your own past life or the archives of the earth. You can go to the center of the earth, go to the libraries there, and figure it out. <laughs> so there's like no barrier around you, but this jealousy energy or this envy energy will make you think like you are separate, you're alone, you can't get there, you can't find it. You're just, I don't know not going to be able to function somehow. It's the very strained, uh, twisty type of energy. So let's just take another deep breath. Let's be in that space behind our eyes. And I'd like you to put up two chakra persons up in front of you, because sometimes we don't know if it's jealousy or envy. But sometimes we can tell just by looking at the energy. And it doesn't really matter all the pictures, places, and things we might associate with these two energies, but we like these energies out of our space. Because I think all of us would rather be in a state of admiration or awe or wonder than those other two. So out in front of your screen out in front of that sixth chakra, I'd like you to have a chakra person on the left that is jealousy and one on the right that's envy. And some of us don't ever seem to have a jealous event or an envious event, and that's fine. doesn't mean that you have to think of a, something specific, but sometimes we walk into an energy and it's somebody else's jealousy or envy. We think it's ours. So either way, could be ours, may not be ours, we don't really mind. There's no good or bad here. We're just looking at these energies knowing that, like, they're just part of this journey to admiration, awe, and wonder. So it might be a little bit of that journey along the way. We get a little mixed up. We forget. We get all involved in all these Details that really don't belong to us, they're not ours, somebody else's jealousy, but that still doesn't mean we can't get to the energies of wonder and awe and admiration. So just take another deep breath. I'd like you to notice that you can have a little bit of that cobalt blue energy in your left hand ready to go. And I'd like you to throw some of that cobalt blue energy to light up where any of those little jealousy energies are hanging out in your space and any of that envious energy hanging out in your space. And like I say, we don't know if it's coming or going. 
We don't know if it started with us or someone else. It doesn't matter. Is it in your space? Let's find out. Sometimes uh, that jealousy energy can be around the arms and legs. Sometimes that envious energy goes right to your head, right into the brain. So sometimes uh, you might notice some of that energy is hanging out in the aura of that chakra person. And sometimes those energies can be uh, put in our space to throw us off our path. So they may, might, below, might be below the feet. Just take a deep breath. We don't really care all the whys and whats and hows and how did that get there. Oh my God, there's so much of it. It's, it doesn't matter. We're releasing it back to the center of the earth. Because if there's one being that knows what to do with all this kinds, all these kinds of energies, it's the earth. It has seen every human expression of jealousy and envy. You are not blazing any trails in either of these two departments. And sometimes with those group agreements, some of that jealousy and envy shows up and dismantles the group agreements. So that's why we've kind of coupled these energies together. So just take another deep breath. Let's take some more cobalt blue energy in that left hand. And I'd like you to throw it at that chakra person out in front of you. The left one is jealousy and the right one is envy. I'd like you to just notice what you notice now. You might notice pictures and energy. You might notice like little postcards. You might notice dots. You might notice loops and strings of energy around that chakra person. And I'd like you to ground, again, those chakra people out in front of you. I'd like you to just release some of those energies back to the center of the earth. Sometimes these can be from the past. They can be from the present. They can be from the future. If they're not moving, they could be attached to other energies, and that's okay. You can just release it back to the center of the earth. Sometimes we have lots of different kinds of energy in our space. And if we were to release all of it and we needed it two seconds later, it would be back. But if in this moment you'd like to see what your space is like without any of that jealousy and envy hanging around, you can just release it back to the center of the earth. Great. So I'd like to do the same sort of piece to this that we did before. I'd like you to think about any of that real dark purple energy, that energy of past life knowledge that has to do with this jealousy and envy, little sharper people out in front of you. I'd like you to let that those purple energies start to pass through each of those 
from the top of their head through their feet all the way back to the grounding cord. And any of this past life uh, knowledge can go back to the center of the earth. Sometimes jealousy and envy starts way, way, way in the beginning as a protection, and then it gets sort of twisted, becomes jealousy and envy, and then nobody gets to awe or wonder or admiration. So just have that purple energy flow through both of those chakra people out in front of you. And then I'd like you to move on to a green, an emerald green energy. And it's not quite the same green as that jealousy energy. This is a emerald green energy of some of that mystery school teaching. So sometimes between group agreements and jealousy and envy is some spiritual school of thought (laughs) that gets fired up and then nobody knows what's going on. It just gets really messy really fast because it's just so old. And so now, in present day life, you just might want things very simple and not so complicated. So just let that emerald green energy pass through that chakra person, both of them out in front of you the left one and the right one. Let those mystery school energies go back to the center of the earth. It's amazing when you first start these processes, you think, oh, there's not going to be nothing there. (laughs) And then you're like, oh my God, there's so much stuff. So just let that emerald green energy pass through those chakra people out in front of you. From the top of the head, through the feet. And just ground out both of those chakra people back to the center of the earth. So the chakra people disappear back into the center of the earth. And so on that screen out in front of you, it's just clear. It might be dark, it might be light. However, that center of the head space is i like you to call in a little bit more solar light coming through your space. i like you to call in a little more earth energy. And one of the things we did last time was we climbed up on top of our head, out of the sixth chakra, into that crown chakra, and we floated up above our head. And we started to generate new energy for ourselves using the creative rings. So in the middle of these creative rings, above your head, somewhere between the 8th and the 12th chakra, there might be 4 to 6 rings. There might be 3. It doesn't matter how many. These rings start to undulate and create new energy. And you as a spirit, I'd like you to be in the middle of those rings. And I'd like you to ask for the energy to be generated that's your energy of wonder. And just notice how that opens up your space 
and notice how that energy kind of goes above and below you, out to different layers of your aura. That energy of wonder can go to different organs in the body, different cells, different parts of your brain, different areas of the heart. And just might notice this sort of unfolding or opening up in different areas of your space. Just take a deep breath and receive in more of that energy of wonder. You might notice that you can breathe a little deeper. That sixth chakra in the center of your head might feel bigger. You might feel all your cells all at once. Just enjoy that energy of wonder. As you're in the middle of those creative rings. And the next energy I'd like you to add to those creative rings as they're generating your own energy back to you, I'd like you to ask them to start to generate the energy of admiration. This can be admiration in any direction, for yourself or others, any other people, places, and things. And if the word admiration doesn't really mean something to you, you might want to use the energy of adoration. Just notice how that starts to unfold, maybe different geometric shapes, different sizes of energy in your space. You might hear other music from those creative rings. You might notice other spirit guides hanging out in your space, and if you do, you can just say hi. This idea of adoration or admiration goes both ways. Just take a deep breath. Notice that you might feel this adoration or admiration flying around your space in different ways. You might feel differently on top of your head than it does. Maybe it's at your back. Maybe it's in your heart. Maybe it's in your feet. And as you're in those creative rings, watching things swivel around and generate new colors, I'd like you to ask them to generate the energy of awe. A-W-E. 
And if that word ah doesn't speak to you, you can use the energy or the of the word awesome. Just notice where aha goes. As it flows through space, is it flying through layers of your aura, different parts of your cells or your muscles, the body groups, body organs, body systems? Does it feel like a hug? Do you feel energetic? Does it feel hot or cold or sparkly? Is there a feeling of wholeness? Do you feel taller and stretched out, or do you feel compact? Just take a deep breath and allow some of those energies of awe and admiration, adoration, and wonder flow through your space. This is all your own energy. You still have earth energy and cosmic energy flying around. You might want to increase those into your space. There's an interesting thing that happens with as the concentration of your space grows as we're creating new energy right now. Then you're able to receive more earth energy and cosmic energy. It's like there's an infinity loop somewhere and it's happening right now. So just take a deep breath. I'd like you to really start to explore those rings and ask them to generate any other energies you'd like them to generate right now. Sometimes there's certain things we're working on those uh, creative rings can generate. Just take a deep breath and notice that you can receive more. There's more of you in your space, in your aura, in your body, in your energy centers, some of that wonder and awe and admiration might be going right to different energy centers of the body, different chakras. There we go. Just let those creative rings sort of finish up. And as those rings sort of slow down, they don't ever really stop, but they maybe are moving a little slower. I'd like you to come back to the top of your head and just have that uh, crown chakra set at gold for the rest of the day. And that center of your head space, 
like you to just let that be at a neutral gold energy. And the fifth chakra at the throat, like you to just let that be at that gold energy as well. And that fourth chakra at the heart, that might be very big and open right now. And it can just be vibrating at that neutral gold energy as well. You might notice there might be sort of movement between the types of gold energy you have going on. Some might look a little more concentrated or a little more wispy. And then the third chakra, that solar plexus, I'd like you to set that at gold as well. And that astral space in the third chakra. I can let that second chakra, that creative center, just below the navel, all those parts of your guts. <laughs> I like you to set that at gold. And that first chakra at the base of the spine, which is very happy with you right now. I like you to just let that be gold as well. So as you call up energy from the center of the earth, I like you to bring up gold earth energy. And from the sun, we usually bring in energy that's gold anyway, but in this case, it'll be that own, your own solar gold color coming in. Maybe it looks like a sunrise or a sunset. And so for the rest of the day, just be at this gold energy realize you changed around a lot of stuff in your space and we did it in a way that hopefully wasn't too scary and had a lot of enthusiasm there at the end so i'd like you to just stay tuned for more on inflow radio venus andrecht is next Surfing the Psychic Waves with me today on InflowRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.